0: First three Beatitudes. Yesterday, we looked at the Beatitudes as a whole and were challenged to begin viewing the world through a new perspective, a kingdom perspective. Over the next three days, we're going to dig a little deeper into this list of blessings. Theologian Scott McKnight suggests grouping the Beatitudes into threes. The first three poor in spirit, mourn, and meek point to humility. The middle three, hunger and thirst, merciful and pure in heart, focus on the pursuit of justice. And the final three, peacemakers, persecuted and insulted, on creating peace. Therefore, McKnight suggests, the central themes of the Beatitudes are humility, justice and peace. Let's review the first group in today's reading. Matthew 5, 3-5 He said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are the humble. The kingdom of God operates on an entirely different value system than the kingdoms of this earth. In a world full of boasting, posturing, and power struggles, Jesus says that humble people are the blessed ones. The word for poor, in poor in spirit, was commonly used to describe a beggar who was dependent on someone else for provisions. Pastor Derwin L. Gray writes, Jesus is teaching us that the good, blessed life is only for beggars. Only for those completely dependent on God to provide every single thing we have. Only for those who hope in Him alone. Derwin L. Gray The Good Life The poor in spirit don't fall for the lie of self-sufficiency. They recognize that all they are and all they have comes from the goodness of the King. They put their trust and hope in Him. Jesus says they are the ones able to enter into the kingdom of God. When Jesus says those who mourn are blessed, he uses the strongest possible New Testament word for lamenting. Picture loud wailing and inconsolable grief. The mourning he refers to could include personal losses, but Jesus is likely speaking to those who grieve the many injustices in our world. He blesses those whose hearts are broken over the things that break the heart of God, and he promises that they will be comforted. One day, God will right all the wrongs. Those who mourn can live with hope. Meek was not a character quality valued in the ancient world any more than it is in our own. Yet Jesus says that the meek are the blessed ones. Meek doesn't mean weak. The word for meek implies power under control. The meek practice restraint as they wait on God to act. The world often dismisses meek people, but Jesus says they will inherit the earth. The word earth is probably better translated land. Think of how Jesus' original listeners would have heard this blessing. Throughout their history, the hope of the Jewish people was tied to a promised land. Some Jews in Jesus' day were ready to take up arms to take the land by force, but Jesus says that's not the way to victory. We, too, can be tempted to use the world's ways of power, fear, and violence to take back the land. But that's not how Jesus says the land will be inherited. It is the meek who will ultimately be victorious. In summary, Jesus blesses the humble for their trust in God, their sorrow over the condition of the world, and their willingness to wait on Him to bring redemption. Jesus himself modeled this way of humility for us, as the Apostle Paul reminds us. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross, Philippians 2, 8. When we follow Jesus in the ways of his kingdom, our lives will begin to be marked by the humility of Christ, and we will be blessed. Reflection Questions In what ways are you tempted to live by the world's ways of boasting, posturing, and power struggles? What might it look like to follow Jesus in the way of humility in a current situation you are facing?